Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me today. The last two days, I've been like out of breath. It's so weird. Like some days, I just get out of breath. Is my testosterone too high? I bet you my red blood cell. My red blood cell count is probably too high, which means I got to go do a blood dump. So, for those of you that don't know, when your testosterone, which is probably many of you, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, when, your <laughs> when your testosterone is too high, um, your body produces more red blood cells. And uh, I think they get smaller the more that there are, and then the less oxygen they can carry, I think, is the science behind it. I'm pretty sure. So, whew, I think that's where I'm at. Because getting in and out of the truck shouldn't get me out of breath. Which is so crazy because I could go through an hour and a half long workout just fine. Although yesterday, I was doing a strict military press. And I got out of breath really fast. I'm like, oh man, what's going on here? Either that or I got, maybe I got the China flu. I got the China bat, Wuhan. <laughs> just kidding couple things I want to talk about. First off, um, let's talk about the church first. So, some dirty sodomite fags took it upon themselves to vandalize a church up the house or the street for me. Abortion is health care. Queer love forever. Just smeared all over the back of this church. And I would give a lot of things to have stumbled upon the group of individuals that did that. I would... It's not too much I would part ways with to acquire that experience. <laughs> like if we're on a bartering system and you're like, hey Mike, Cole, you happen to be on a walk and see a bunch of objectively ugly, chubby, effeminate, I, I'm assuming it was probably a group of them, you know, these, these, these mongrels are weak, these little animals are weak, so they travel in packs together, you ever notice that, you don't just see like one super liberal gay looking person by themselves, and if you do, their shoulders are up to their ears, their eyes are down to the ground, and they shuffle in and out of the shadows. Trust me, I've been studying these people now for quite some time, having been close to Portland. When they're alone, they're very, uh, they try to make themselves disappear because they, they're, in, they're ashamed. They're ashamed. They know they're living in direct violation of God's law. So they're scuttling around like a cockroach trying to avoid being exposed to the light. It's, you just watch them. Watch a pink-haired, septum-pierced, you know, they got like this, you know, if it's a girl, she got the real high skirt and then the stockings on her arms and some stupid Hello Kitty backpack, you know, and if it's a, if it's a guy, you know, they're just, it almost looks like the girl, right? So I'm describing the both, both ends of the spectrum here. 
but they're that way because when they're alone, they're afraid because they're they're ashamed of themselves. That's why they keep their eyes averted to the ground. Now, when they get into packs, oh boy, do they gain a whole lot of confidence and they're loud, they're abrasive, they're flamboyant. So, if we were bartering and I was, you know, hey Mike, you're walking down the street. This is what we're going to give you. We're going to allow you to stumble upon these miscreants as they're vandalizing the back of a local church. A little tiny local church, by the way. It's a little, probably a little Baptist place. <laughs> um, in exchange for mm, $10,000. Done. I'd probably go all the way up to 25 racks. I'd probably go up to 25 racks. Now, this is assuming I don't go to jail. This is assuming because, you know, my bond's probably going to be... They'll probably... I mean, I imagine if I got arrested, they'd set my bail at, like, 250 So, altogether, that would cost me, you know, 275 grand. That ain't worth it. It's also not worth being away from my kid. And Geneva, too, but mostly Ada. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, at least Geneva would understand why I was going, Oh, yes, he beat up a bunch of criminal fags that were running around vandalizing little tiny Baptist churches. You know, how brave. Um, there's there's a lot of things I would give is, is the point of that story. And, you know, what you'll see from this, there will be little to no police response. You know, they're going to file a report. Well, we're going to look into it. And what, what looking into it is, is looking through the center of a donut hole at his desk as he's fiddling around with a pencil and playing Candy Crush on his phone. That's 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 what these cops are going to do. Now, if I were to go downtown and there's this big trans activist diversity and equity center, God forbid, if I even so much threw a cat turd at their window, there, <laughs> there would be a moment of silence. All the flags... In Maine would go to half mass. Governor Mills would get on the TV with her nasty, crooked demon smile and her little tiny beady eyes, her little reptile eyes. And <laughs> she would give a speech. They do. They'd call in the national. They'd call in the military. You'd have tanks going up and down the streets. <laughs> they would restrict travel in and out of the city for a week. <laughs> They'd have a, you know, they'd have a full crime scene. You just, you'd see the little splat on the window where the cat turd hit the window. That it'd be on the ground like in the bushes. They'd have it all yellow taped off. They would have to do counseling sessions for these broken, weak little creatures. For weeks. they'd be offering. There, there would be an email and flyers. Like if you feel. If you feel threatened, we've got counselors on standby 24-7. You know, these little greasy kids would be sitting there bawling. That's <laughs> This, what's, what the worst part of what I'm saying is it's only a slight over-exaggeration. You guys know them, right? It's only a slight over-exaggeration. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's the first thing, is, you know, it's just, 
I just find these people just so disgusting. I just, I'm just disgusted. You know, they call it homophobia or transphobia. Like that's that implies fear. There's no fear at all. I would just put uh, fear. Put 20 of them in a room with me. Well, de- it depends on who got the testosterone in the group. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're gonna have me fighting some girl that's been on testosterone since she was 12 years old. She's going to be 27. She's going to be deadlifting 750 pounds with a beard bigger than mine. They might stand a chance then. But nor a normal sample size from this group, I think I could handle 20 at once. I don't know. I'd have to work on my cardio first because that's a lot of, you know, I think I'd get more worn out by just beating them up than anything. I might go into cardiac arrest. Anyway, so that was the first thing. Second thing is um, the two UFC fighters. So we're going to kind of do like a current events here. So I'm going to focus on the UFC now. And we're going to go somewhere wholesome today. All right, guys, if this is your first episode, you're like, oh, my goodness. This is very young. This is, let's see, can he say all this? Yes. Yes, I can. You can't cancel me. I'm not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> two UFC fighters said the F-slur, faggot. Uh, yes, they said faggot on the open air, uh, on the mic at UFC. Um, and it's interesting how much support these guys got. Like when you go to their comments, you had some bot comments that were absolutely boosted by the algorithm. Like people like, oh, big tough guy using a sir. But 95, at least percent of the comments where people saying, stand your ground, don't apologize. People are so tired of this. People are so sick and tired of this. Like, I I think most people would not care about gay people one way or the other. I don't, I mean, here's the thing. I, you know, obviously it's a sin. Um, just like drinking alcohol to excess is a sin, just like lying is a sin. It's not any worse than any of the other sins. But there's not there's not a whole month dedicated to dishonoring your parents. Although that's pretty much what Pride Month is. There's I think people are getting so sick and tired of this. Like one of my boys, Devin, was telling me he's like, dude, we are so back. Like people are so tired of this stuff. You should see the support these guys are getting. They're getting massive widespread support because people are so, you know, there's this meme today that's like, why do you Christians care so much about gay people? It's like in the background, there's skyscrapers with pride flags, an airplane in the sky with a pride flag. It's like it's everywhere. And we are so sick and tired of hearing about your sexual deviancy. It's that simple. So, I thought it was very interesting to see um, the, the support these two guys got, like, widespread. People are so tired of it. People are so sick and tired of it. The other thing I want to talk about, more wholesome, is Sean, Sean Strickland. So, Sean Strickland wasn't even supposed to fight Izzy, uh, but I think somebody got hurt. I, I don't remember who. And he got bumped to the top of the list. Sean Strickland is foul mouth. Now, when I say foul mouth, I don't mean like me just saying a slur every once in a while. Like, this dude 
like if you were to give me a little bit more childhood trauma and completely remove my filter, you would get like completely remove it and remove Jesus. You would get Sean Strickland. This guy, um, his dad's dying words to him, his last words to this poor guy were, well, at least I didn't molest you. That was the last thing his father ever said to him. Sean grew up in an extremely physically, uh, emotionally abusive household. He had an, his dad was an alcoholic and beat the snot out of him on the regular. I don't know much about his mom or where she was. I think she was on drugs. Um, I could be wrong on that. I don't, I don't know. I thought I heard that in passing. But this dude had it rough. Real rough growing up. He was poor. Had a really rough upbringing, and a lot of guys that would turn them into alcoholics, would turn them into drug users, and instead, Sean comes out a 480, a minus 480 underdog, which is 7 to 1, right? A minus 480 under, or is that 4 to 1? I don't know. I don't understand odds. It's whatever. It's a huge. It's like, Sean, my boy, made me some money because I bet on him. I actually had him in a parlay. So, dude, I wish I would have thrown more than 200 bucks. I made, I think I made like $1,600 off this fight on a $200 bet. And uh, this dude comes out and he dominates Izzy for five rounds straight. Knocked him down. I mean, just his striking, his defense just put on an absolute... What, what it really was was a boxing clinic. I mean, just beat him up and very clearly won the decision. Very clearly won the decision. And uh, it was just really cool to see. I love seeing people that have been through massive amounts of adversity and trauma and even a reporter asked him, a reporter asked him, you know, you grew up rough and blah, 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 blah. Now you're the baddest man on the planet. You got the belt. He's like, how do you feel? And Sean's like, yeah, childhood trauma, baby. Shout out child abuse. You know, and, uh, you know, he, he taught, he's very open about how he struggles with thoughts of violence. Um, how he's wanted to kill people, how if it wasn't for fighting, he'd be cooking meth or in jail. I just love seeing an underdog who's been through a massive amount of, of adversity come out on top. That's just, and he's just, he just is who he is. You know, he is who he is. He talks about how women shouldn't vote, you know, how they should be at home. But he's, like, he actually treats women really, really well. It's so funny. It's like, I think that the worst misogynists I know are the ones that um, disguise themselves as white knights. Liberal men. Those are the worst misogynists I know. They're chameleons. You know what I mean? And their intentions are sinister. The only reason they're male feminist is because the male feminists try to sleep with women. That's it. That's the only reason that exists. Come on, people. These idiots. It's, why would you slow down that much? I can't stand the way people drive. It's just... Driving slow is such a low IQ. It's like such a low IQ thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes absolutely no... It's just... Slow driving is low IQ, unless you're an Asian. 
Asians suck at driving, but they're very high IQ. It's probably that they're so smart, it's just boring for them. You know what I mean? Driving slow is such a low IQ behavior, dude. It drives me nuts. Dude in front of me is ripping a dart. I'm going to start smoking cigs before the gym. That's it. I decided. Well, Mike, I think you're all into health and fitness. I'm a walking contradiction, baby. I had pizza last night. I'm going to smoke cigarettes this morning. And I'm going to go hit 315 on the incline bench for reps. And scare everybody. <laughs> no, I did have some pizza yesterday. No, I'm not going to smoke cigs today. Maybe. I might rip a few of those American spirits. I can't smoke cigs because I feel them in my lungs too much. Like, I think I smoked one on Labor Day when I was outside with my boy Brent because he smokes. And, uh, boy, the next morning I just felt it. <laughs> I just felt it. I'm like, damn, I can't do that. Um, my boy Alex was telling me he's been smoking cigars first thing in the morning. I'm like, I just don't want to. Like, I would love to have a cigar on my way to the gym, I just don't want to stink by, I don't want my truck to smell like cigar 24-7, you know what I mean? But, I thought it was really cool seeing, and it made me think a lot about like, how men have to deal with the world. And Sean is very much like, dude, suck it up. Like he was talking about Ronda Rousey, he was like, dude, when Ronda, he's like, I lost all respect for Ronda Rousey when she lost her fight to Holly Holm and she got on Oprah or something like that and said that she wanted to kill herself after losing the fight. Sean's like, I have no respect for you at all whatsoever after that. You are so soft because you look at what Sean's been through in his life. And I'm not saying Ronda hasn't had rough things happen. I don't know enough about her background, but she's a pretty woman. She's pretty and she's a woman. So her life hasn't been that tough. <laughs> you know what I mean? So here's Sean. Who's had to fight and claw his way to the top. And then Ronda Rousey loses a title fight. And she says she's going to kill herself. You know? It's just interesting when you look at the way that men and women deal with things differently and honestly it's not even men and women it's um why are certain like why do some people get abused when they're kids and turn into losers and why do some people get abused when they're kids and turn into champions and millionaires like I want there's I'm, you know what I'm going to do a study I want like I legitimately want to write a book on this I there's why do some people crack and why do other people why do other people succeed what is it is it just um, something in the brain genetically is it some kind of uh, like I can't even I can't even postulate what it would be I mean like why does you know it's the story of the two sons with the alcoholic father one son grows up to never drink alcohol because he had an alcoholic father and one grows up to be an alcoholic because he had an alcoholic father. What is the difference? Why is it that way? You know, is it... 
is it some kind of influence? Like, I would like to know how Sean got into fighting. You know what I mean? I'm sure he was in straight fights all the time. But, like, how did, did he have a coach or did he have another father figure somewhere down the line in his life that, you know, pulled him out of that situation? Like, I, I just, is it, is it other people? Exposure to different types of people? Is it exposure to different types of ideas? Is it the, the, the amount of trauma? Like, I just got, I like, I, I have to figure it out at some point. Why do some people take negative experiences and turn them into positives and others take negative experiences and get even worse? I gotta know. I have to. That Wouldn't that be a cool book to read? If you just interviewed a bunch of people with really messed up childhoods or like parents that lost kids and their marriage got stronger and others, they lost kids and their marriage fell apart. Like what, what makes people, you know, because my wife and I, we went through three, four miscarriages and I know, I don't think, I hope neither of them listen to this, but I know, well, at least I don't know the lady, but I know uh, a guy that I know of, him and his wife had one miscarriage and their marriage completely fell apart. They got divorced within a year. It's like, why do some people, I'd love to hear your guys' ideas on this. I would love to hear your guys' ideas on this. Why do some get better and some get worse? Why do some become world champions, world champions and others are laying in a gutter on the side of the road with a needle in their arm, you know? And then why do, you know, because here's the thing, like people from really good backgrounds go bad too. So it's like, what is it? What is it? Like, you would think it has something to do with environment and people. I don't know. It's just, I'd love to know. Anyways, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I keep repeating myself because I'm trying to work through options in my head. And uh, nothing's coming to me. I'd like to, I wish somebody would ask Sean. You know what I mean? If you were a reporter, this is why reporters and journalists are so surface level. Um, I think most journalists now, like 99% of journalists, should probably get hung with all the politicians when the time comes. But I would, you know, if I were a journalist and I got some time with Sean, I'd be like, Sean, okay, what do you think makes you different from some other guy who's not a world champion, that's a, that's a deranged alcoholic himself? Why do you think that guy is where he is and you are where you are with similar ups, upbringing and circumstances? be interesting to know be very interesting to know I'm interested to see when they're going to start to they said mid-September they're going to really start playing around with new COVID measures and we're getting pretty damn close to uh, mid-September by the way um, today is 9-11 and the first thing I want to say is rest in peace. So I finally caught up to the one person who's been holding up traffic now. We're doing 28 and a 45. This lady should not be on. Of course, it's a woman. Of course it is. This lady should not be on the road. No turning signal. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, every morning, man, with these people. Um, 
first of all, rest in peace to those that lost their lives, to the families that were affected by that tragedy. It's terrible. But also, I think at this point, you're a conspiracy theorist if you don't think it was an inside job. <clears throat> I, I feel like over half the country at this point has to believe that it was an inside job. I really do. You would think, right? It's got to be close. You know, and the owner of the tower, you know, like him and his family weren't there. His wife had a doctor's appointment. He called, somebody called off sick. He took out a multi-billion dollar insurance policy the day before or the week before. It's like there's so many obvious signs. And then they actually caught a group of guys celebrating when the second plane hit the tower. And these guys weren't Muslims. They were Jewish. And there's really, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. And someday, you know, it's all going to come to light. Here's another thing that's going on. In New Mexico, their lovely female governor has banned open and concealed carry in Albuquerque for the next 30 days. And her response to the constitutionality of that measure, I'm paraphrasing, but was basically, I can do whatever I want. And if the men in New Mexico had any balls, they would be dragging her out of her house, putting her on trial, and hanging her public publicly. They'd be making a They'd be making, if Governor Mills were to do something like that here in Maine, it would be time to mobilize. It would be time to, it would be time to do something. That's what they're going to do. It's always a little bit at a time. You know what I mean? Oh, just 30 days. And then what's she going to do after 30 days? She's going to extend it again. And we're really going to see, we're going to start to see what people are made of. We're going to really start to see what people are made of here in the next couple of months. Because I got a feeling it's going to get wacky. I ain't going to fit in here. Mm -mm. I ain't going to fit in there. Too big. Too big. I have that problem a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. That was funny. All right. I think that's a good place to end. <laughs> All right, gang. Well, uh, keep your eyes on these things, man. Keep your eyes on them. All right, love you guys. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.